Good day and welcome to UFC's Donald Cowboy Cerrone conference call. Today's conference is being recorded. At this time, I'd like to turn the conference over to Ryan Grab. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone for jumping on the call today. Uh, short notice, I know, for a lot of you guys. Um, but in, uh, in advance of uh, UFC Fight Night in Boston, coming up on January 18th, which is a rare Sunday uh, night for us, we wanted to get everybody uh, get everybody a chance to talk to Cowboy Cerrone, having stepped in for Eddie Alvarez on short notice against Benson Henderson. So this time, I'll turn it over to uh, for questions. And uh, anybody's got anything for Cowboy Operator? If you'd like to ask a question, please signal by pressing star one on your cal- your telephone keypad at this time. If you're using a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Again, press star 1 to ask a question. We'll pause for just a moment to allow everyone an opportunity to signal. Our first question comes from Kevin Iole with Yahoo Sports. Hi, Donald. Uh, Thanks for doing the call. A quick question for you. What kind of impact do you think it has on your body when you come back two or three weeks later, because I know after the weigh-in, you know, you kind of rehydrate and start doing things. So what impact does it have on your body fighting so quickly? You know, I don't have an answer for you on that one. Uh, probably damaging, I'm sure, but uh, so is cocaine and alcohol. So uh, I think this is a little less. And from, and from your standpoint, because you fought Benson, you know, before, does that make it easier to prepare? You're going in on a short notice where you don't have a chance to, you know, figure out what you want to do in the fight. The fact that you fought him before, does uh, that make it any easier for you? I was going to say prepare. I'm, shit, I don't even have enough time to prepare a cake. What are you talking about prepare? I'm just going in there fighting. I got enough time to cut weight and get to Boston. So uh, there'll be no game planning. There'll be no... It's just fight. That's all there is to do. It's short, sweet, and get it over with. Okay, and one last question. Do you uh, Can you talk about the plan you have with Dana after each fight where you talk to him about your next fight? Sort of how do you work that out, and what is the process that you guys go through? Oh, I just uh, go show up on his doorstep and whine and plead and cry until I get one. It's kind of the process. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Good luck uh, on the 18th. Our next question comes from Damon Martin with Fox Sports. Hey, Cowboy. Uh, I know, obviously, you did have those first two fights with Benson in the WEC. The first one was obviously uh, maybe one of the greatest fights of all time. second one didn't didn't quite go your way. But what do you remember about those fights, and how much of that does play into this third fight, getting a chance to maybe kind of avenge those two previous fights? Oh, it's funny. Like, this would be the one fight that I cannot honestly tell you guys. I know nothing about my opponent. So, uh, I know a lot about Benton. Good dude, friend of mine. Uh, those fights, that was fuck, years ago, man. I don't know. What do I take away from those? I take the losses that I got from them. Um, I wouldn't take this fight on short notice. One, if I was in a completely shit bad loon. And two, if uh, I didn't think I could beat Ben. So, I'm. Um, I'm excited, confident, and plan on going out there Sunday night and whipping the shit out of them. So that's my uh, that's my overall how I feel. You, uh, I know you, and as you said, you and Benson have kind of become friends. I remember talking to you guys when you had the uh, the eyebrow bet around the uh, the Super Bowl 
Uh, but, you know, coming back and, and looking at his fights over the last couple of years, are you seeing a big difference in him from the time you fought him, or do you still feel like he's kind of the same guy? Oh, he's still, I mean, dude held the title. He's, he's still, he, he's one of the best out there, man. That's for goddamn sure. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm taking a filler fight against, against you know, some bottom 25 guy. You know, this is one of the, one of the top guys, and uh, I know that for and well going into it. Super excited. If you want to, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. The only problem is when I goddamn get that belt, who's going to be left to fight? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you, uh, you know, you said on uh, Saturday night when we were in Vegas, you know, you, you, you had said even kind of in jest, and I, I'm quite sure you were serious about taking the fight with Matt Brown in, in Colorado because that's just the kind of guy you are. But taking a fight on short notice like this, did Benson, did, did the fact that it was Benson, did that play a factor or did it really matter if they said, hey, we want you to fight Conor McGregor, would oh. you take that fight too? Yeah, it didn't matter at all. The opponent never mattered. I just need a who. Um, no, it didn't factor in at all. Not one bit. Awesome. The answer Thanks, is yes. <laughs> Our next question comes from Neil Davidson with Canadian Press. Yes, uh, Cowboy, you told us over the weekend that uh, you don't like to leave the arena uh, without speaking to Dana about finding out your next fight. When This weekend, when you left, did you know that Henderson might be it, or was there a discussion about another fight? Well, Dana was at home ill, so I actually wasn't able to talk to Dana. So I went and got steak and eggs for breakfast by his executive chefs, talked to Lorenzo a little bit, and um, really it was going to be, we'll let you know in a couple of days kind of answers what I've had. So no, I had no idea Alvaro was injured or, or Henderson was even an option. I was about midway home driving the RV when Dana called me like, hey, man, I don't really want you to take this fight, but I got an opportunity for you. Uh, here you go. Why didn't he want you to take it? It's just a, a dangerous fight, you know? I mean, they, Dana's like, I think you should take some time off, and but I'm not telling you to take time off. I'm just, I'm, you know, he, just talked, he said, I'm just talking to you as a friend. So I was like, all right, well, I'll take the fight. <laughs> so. so you didn't take any time to think about it? You just said yes? Yes, exactly. Okay, thanks, and good luck. Thank you. Our next question comes from Brett Akamoto with ESPN. Hey, Donald, thanks for taking the time. That was sort of my question, is did you even have to think about this one? And, I mean, obviously you're a guy that's that's sort of your thing, is that you like to turn around and fight as soon as possible. But was there any part of you that was like Boston in, in, in you know, about a week? I mean, maybe that is just – that's not something I want to do, you know? I mean, even I though tried, that's sort of your I thing. I tried to take the Jim Miller fight same amount of time uh, when he fought, uh, I'm not sure, some opponent. I fought in Orlando, then I drove the RV to uh, Baltimore, and and uh, Jim Miller fought, somebody filled in. But I did the same thing. I was like, I'll fight Jim Miller next weekend. I'm good. Let's go. So mm-hmm. I, my mentality, I was, I was going to take the fight then, you know, and I ended up, I ended up rescheduling the fight, and him and I fought later, you know, but uh, – yeah, no, my mentality is still the same. And then I was also going to ask you if there's anyone around you that, uh, you know, when you do something like this, is like, Donald, don't do this. Don't take that fight. And it sounds like Dana was, was one of them. Is there anybody else who was like, dude, don't take this fight? I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's not the right move for your career. Is there anybody else? Uh, I didn't really give anybody else the option to give me that. So uh, my best friend, Mike Baldwin, who was driving the RV with me, was like, fuck yeah, we're taking that fight. And I was like, yeah. So that's uh, not how that went. Okay. 
Uh, my last question was, you know, there was a lot of um, there's a lot of expectations for your second fight with Ben. You know, your first one was really great, and that second one was, I believe, WC48, the, the pay-per-view, right? That was on that card. There's a lot of sure. sort of expectations. People were excited about it, and then it went the way it did. I mean, was this is this kind of a fight that you? I, I know you've always said it doesn't matter who you fight; you just want to fight. But is Ben kind of an, a guy you wanted a third crack at just because of the way the second one sure. went? Yeah, I don't, I don't think of it like that. But yeah, sure, why not? And I don't care. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Best of luck. You're welcome. Our next question comes from Daniel Flynn with Breitbart Sports. So, uh, Cowboy, you won, I think, six fights in a row, and you appear to be pretty good for a, a title shot soon. Other fighters might wait out and, uh, you know, wait for a, for a title shot or, or not take uh, a fight like this. Why jeopardize a title shot with a fight with a guy who's already beat you twice and does accepting this fight, does that kind of speak to the notion that you're in MMA for the fight, you're in it for the purse, but you may not necessarily be in it primarily to, to win a belt? <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't even know how to correctly answer that question, but, yeah, I guess I could sit back like every other fighter and sit and wait, but I'm not every other fighter. I'm I'm my own guy, and uh, I don't give a shit. Bring the fights on, you know. Like I said, if I'm going to be the champ, i got to beat everyone anyway, so uh, what, what, what does sitting and waiting and holding my position do? So... Um... Yeah. People, we saw you on Saturday night come into the the octagon and, and at the press conference with the Budweiser gear on. You obviously have a lot of sponsors. Presumably, we'll see you in Boston with that gear later in the year. The UFC is going to be curtailing your ability to, to advertise your sponsors on Fight Night. Do you have a sense of whether the company's deal with Reebok is going to hurt you or help you? And as a fighter that's been criticized as a company man by Nate Diaz, do you feel an obligation to speak up about the effect of this deal on maybe some of the lower card fighters who may not benefit as much as the guys fighting in the main events? See, everyone's talking about that, about the lower fighters not benefiting as much. The lower fighters aren't benefiting as much now. They're getting, I mean, just look at, let's just look at the last card. You look at the, the guys on the, on the prelims and the card, probably, $2,000 tops on their shorts. You know what I mean? Now they're going to have to chase those companies down. Some of those companies probably aren't going to pay them. They're probably going to have to be chasing them down for six months. Reebok deal are going to pay every single time. So those lower fighters are going to get paid. I think it's a, a great it's a great deal all the way around. Thank you. Good luck, good luck uh, in two weeks. Thank you. Our next question comes from Hunter Homestek with Bleacher Report. Hey, Donald. Thanks for taking the time, man. Hey, I was just and what the fuck's wrong with being a company man? That's what I want to know. God damn it. What the hell's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't personally Sorry. see anything wrong with it, man. My, my question was, uh, you know, you're on such an incredible run, and you've kind of said repeatedly that the title isn't really matter to you. You know, you're kind of taking fights, filling up the bank, living your life the way you want to live it. But is this fight against Benson, is the title next after that if you win? Is that something that's been discussed at all? Dude, I have no idea. That, that That's something, you know, I, I, I could not tell you that. I don't I don't have the formula for, for the title shot. But I know I beat Ben. There's somebody else. I mean, if I beat Ben, who's who's left? There's, I mean, we're, there's so maybe one. I don't know. I have no clue how this is going to work. No idea. Don't care. Sure. I'll get that belt. Sure. This and is the year. And even if it, even if it was with Pettis and Dos Anjos fighting in March, 
would you even be willing to wait? You know, you're on such a tear. That'd be a couple months wait for you. Is that, are you even open to that? No, I'll just go ahead and take Uncle B's ass and tell him, come on. Excellent, man. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Our next question comes from Dwayne Finley with UFC.com. Hey, Kyle Roy, thanks for taking the time today. Um, you talked on, you know, uh, previous interviews and on Saturday, you know, you talked about your legacy, and that's why you were kind of disappointed how how the jury fight turned out. You know, you want sure. to come out and put on a show every time. Uh, this fight, taking this fight at such short notice, man, it, that this feels like that, that. That, that this is a leg, that this backs up your legacy that you that you will fight anybody anytime any place is this kind of what that's about? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's not like it's not like I I just say that and then when it comes to me I tell my friends, oh man, I got to take this fight because everyone expects me to. Like no, when they offer to, it's like yeah, absolutely, let's go. There's I'm not I'm scared of. There's no name that comes across the table. I'm like ooh, damn, I'm not gonna take. I can't take that. You know, no, let's go, let's fight. That's what we do what I'm paid to do, my job. And, and in the lead-up to 182, you know, in our in our interview, we I, we kind of joked about, you know, you, if you could fight on a monthly schedule, uh, you'd do it. And now, you know, you could, you, now you're looking at twice a month now. Is this, <laughs> is this, is this a Cerrone? Are you going to push this as the norm? Is this, is this how you're going to do 2015? Wouldn't that be something? I'll tell you what, I'd love it. I would love it. So, uh, yeah, tell them, stack them up. We'll knock them down. And my last question, you kind of touched on it there. Uh, you know, you're, you're not, you said that you're not about waiting for anything and, uh, um, and you're going to get where you're going, uh, you know, eventually. So uh, that, I got to imagine that, uh, you know, just the third fight with Henderson, the, the history really probably didn't come into your mind much, right? It was just the, the next big guy, uh, you know, exactly. uh, in yep. your way, correct? Exactly. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't thinking like, Oh yeah, I'll get to avenge a lot. No, I was just like, yep. Cool, great. Next guy, bring it on. Cool. All right, thanks, Donald. Have a safe trip to Boston. Yep. As a reminder, it's star one to signal for questions today. Our next question comes from Ken Pishna with MMAWeekly.com. Hey, Donald. How's it going? What's up, brother? Hey, uh, I know you're not one to sit back and break down tape and, and all that kind of stuff, and and I think you would probably use fighting as your training if that was possible, if they let you fight every couple of weeks. But looking back at, at Ben and yourself from having fought twice before, what do you see as the biggest differences in the way Ben fights now and also the way you fight now, as opposed to back uh, in the WWE? Sure, sure. But, well, Ben's kicking game has come a long way, and I see him using his kicks uh, when he likes to wrestle off of other people's kicks, you know, if that makes any kind of sense to you guys. But, uh, yeah, he's come a long way, but so have I. My, my wrestling has come, you know, full circle. So that's one thing, you know, that I think is going to be a big factor in this fight. I mean, you might even see me taking Ben's ass down. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's been a long time coming. This fight, uh, whether people talk about it or not, in my mind, you know, someday we were going to pass cross paths again. I thought it was going to be for the belt, but uh, here it is on 10 days. No, it's even better. No time to think, no time to worry. Just go out there and let reaction take over and fight. And that's, that's kind of something I think, uh, you know, I think the game's pretty mental probably for most fighters, but I think in particular... You can say all, every fucking fighter. Yeah, But I think for you and Ben, 
you know, dealing with the mental side of the game has been a huge part of your guys's when you've had issues over your careers and also with the sure. success you've had. Have you seen a big difference in the way Ben has approached the game mentally and the way and the way you've approached the game mentally lately? Well, I you know, I don't follow Ben that closely. I just, you know, when he fights I watch, but uh me definitely has changed. I've I've attacked mental with a whole nother angle. So uh you'll see you'll see the new cowboy for sure in there Sunday night. The new mental crazy fucking loon. <laughs> All right, well thanks Donald. Good luck in the fight, man. Our next question comes from Neil Davidson with Canadian Press. Just given the short notice of this fight, will you still be driving the RV to Boston? Yes, we will be driving the RV to Boston. And how long will that take? Uh, would you, how long is the drive? One day, nine hours, so 32 hours. Okay, and just finally for me, you said you weren't very happy with your performance at UFC, UFC 182 against... Uh, Jury, I think a lot of people thought you did pretty well in that fight. Have, have you changed your opinion? No, I have not. I still feel like you know that's I didn't. I wasn't happy with my performance. Um, that's just something for me to deal with and figure out what I need to do. And after the Henderson fight, I'll sit down and take what I need to do with both these fights. So I get the luxury of running it right back. So that's kind of cool. Okay, thank you. And our final question comes from Stephen Morocco with USA Today. Hey, Tom. Sorry, I got on a little bit late, but I was wondering, um, what do you remember about those first two fights with Benson, you know, other than the, the ending uh, of the second one? What are your memories? Uh, stick out? Yeah, you know, the, the second fight sucked. That really, I was not making any excuses, but that, I just wasn't there, man. I don't know mentally. It was just a weird time in my career but first fight I felt like I gave it hell you know and that was some people said I won some people said you know he definitely won but that just taking it to him and giving him also in the back of Ben's mind he knows fuck this dude's coming I, I already fought him to the death once I gotta do it again because I know he's not stopping unless I I'm, unless I quit him so uh, that's all there is to it I'm, I'm excited cannot wait what do you mean when you say it was a weird time in your career uh, just kind of a, you know, I, I don't know. It was just, I wasn't real sure, real confident. My, uh, I just, just a weird time in my career, man. That's, that's all I can, I can really say, you know, that the Jamie Varner fight after that kind of turned me back around, got me into wrestling. You know, I just, it just wasn't, I wasn't me. I wasn't the complete fighter I am today. Your, your coach, Greg Jackson, says you have to fall in love with things to make them a priority in your training. Did that fight uh, and that loss um, prompt you to go out and, you know, uh, fall in love with wrestling maybe or, or, or fall in love with a particular kind of skill set or preparation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, not fall, so much fall in love with it, but yeah, it's just a, something I definitely need to add to my game. So I 100% took it on board and Wrestling is something that I feel very confident in now. What did you think of the stoppage in Ben's last fight against uh, Rafael Dos Anjos? Did you think I it was justified? I, I didn't see it, so I can't answer that. I can't answer that confidently. I, I did not see the fight. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I didn't. I actually 
didn't see his last. I didn't see his loss to Pettis or his loss to Dosanias. Neither fight yet, so I, I I don't know. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yep. That concludes today's question and answer session. Mr. Grab, at this time, I'll turn the conference back to you for any additional or closing remarks. Thank you. I'd like to thank Cowboy for his time today and the media for uh, for jumping on this call. We'll see everybody in Boston on January 18th. This concludes today's conference. Thank you for your participation.